My name is Ed, and welcome to the fifth ever episode of the Game Hog Hogcast. Five entire weeks have gone by. We've had Ace Trainer Liam, we've had Spammels, we've had both Luke and James play, but now we have a girl with lady parts. What? So please welcome the incredibly talented and the incredibly beautiful Isla McTeer. Say hello, Isla. Oh, I feel like that is the best introduction, Ed. That is the best introduction. Hello, everybody. Hello, all the hogs and, and all that I'm stuff. I'm glad. I'm glad that I did you justice in your intro. So, Isla, <laughs> how are you today? How are you? Welcome to the Game Hog Hogcast. Thank you very much. I'm very excited to be here and I am doing very well. Just uh, just back from work and ready and excited to do this, Ed. I'm very excited. And we get to talk. It's been, it's been so, like, I feel like whenever I get to talk to you, I always get really excited about it. Like, oh, I get to speak to Ed. I get to talk to Ed <laughs> for like an extended period of time. I know. It feels like we don't get to see each other or speak very often. So it is quite nice to be able to do this. And I've got lots of things planned. Obviously, I mean, it, it, it comes as no surprise that this is going to be quite an anime heavy episode. <laughs> And for what? those people who maybe don't know who you are, Isla, or what the work is that you do, why don't you explain why this might be sure. quite an anime-heavy okay. episode? So uh, even I think even like outside of 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 like most people kind of knew me originally from like Liam and outside of the Pokemon community. But even then, like anime is my thing. I make anime videos on YouTube, so I do like uh, seasonal stuff and I do discussions on different kind of anime topics or topics in the community and in the culture um, because it is the thing that I am most passionate about. If you want to have an anime recommendation or talk to anybody who knows anything about anime, that would be me. I, I literally know it from inside and out from studios to who works on things to how much people are paid and just like like an insane level of knowledge that you probably shouldn't have but you know I have that your passion <laughs> for it is second to none and yes. actually you are my go-to anime guru and I Thank feel you. great to have you there I love seeing your tweets about recent anime plot lines or things you're confused by because those are always great fun so it's nice it's nice to see your passion come out in those videos because they they really it really does show and they're great fun so if you guys haven't checked out Isla's videos Isla, where can they actually find them? Obviously, I'll put them in the description for people who are watching on YouTube. But where can people find you online or on the socials? Well, if you want to watch any of my YouTube videos, you can find it at uh, youtube.com slash Isla McTeer. That's McTeer. Isla McTeer because I'm Scottish, if you can't tell. If anyone's like wondering like where the accent is, because I get Irish a lot, it's not. I'm Scottish. So there you go. There you go. Sorted. <laughs> slammed if, down. Completely sorted. Slam, Everyone yeah, knows I'm now. I'm Scottish, guys. I'm Scottish. <laughs> and if you want to uh, read some trashy anime tweets, then you can follow me on Twitter. Twitter.com slash Isla Excellent. So, obviously we're going to keep in styling with how all the other hogcasts have gone for this one. So to get to know Isla a little bit better, we're going to run through one of the two questionnaires that we do on the Gamehog Hogcast. Every week we start with the Pivot questionnaire, which comes from the Inside the Actors Studio show, which is done by James Lipton over in America. It's a wonderful show. But every week he asks this to his guests, and it's a very, very insightful questionnaire. That They're just questions you don't really get very often. They're questions outside of the normal interviewer sphere of so why do you like anime videos and what got you into them and we will get into that but these are a little bit more insightful so let's kick off with the first question awesome. isla for obviously that is a great place to start love the first what is your favorite word my favorite favorite words okay i'll tell you what it is foibles what so, what foibles 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 yeah how great is why? that foibles 
If you got a foible, a foible. Foibles. I like it. What does it mean? Okay, so a foible is like when you've got like a little quirk, a little thing about you. You know, like oh, they're your foibles. You've got that little quirk, that little um, that little interesting thing about you as a foible. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, Isla, yeah. that 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 that's a yeah. feature that we're going to be getting into later. For <laughs> am I normal? I might have to call this foibles. Foibles. In fact, I've typed that down now. Foibles. Oh my I god. Love fo- it. I like this. Yeah, that's it's a, a great, great word. word. Isn't it? It's a great word. Do you know how I know? as well because like my mum my mum is this kind of person right where like you're having a conversation with her and she'll always come out with these foibles <laughs> she'll always come out with these words or these phrases or these things that she says that you've never heard before like she's quite um, I would say my mum's quite well read but she's she's just able to like pick out random words and then slot them into sentences and you're just like mum where did that word even come from and then she'll talk about like foibles is one of those words foibles is one of the things she said to me in the past and she says it quite a lot and I just love it I think it's a fantastic word foibles foibles oh, god, oh my god the more you say it and in your accent the more I fall in love with it I don't know they don't necessarily sound as good with my accent as they would with you I don't know if you maybe did want you just to try say something Irish out there? there's lots of things no. good in an Irish accent I don't think I said that. I think I said in your accent oh, the don't sound as good Irish in my accent. accent. I don't think I would have confused you for Irish, but if I did, I'm an idiot. But I don't know. Could, could you say the word purple for me? Purple. Oh. oh, God, it sounds so lovely. You know, I don't get to hear Scottish accents very often, so it is quite nice. And I imagine oh. everyone listening is is being lulled by your dulcet tones. Well, thank you so very much. So foibles is your favourite word yeah, then. foibles. I love it. I think I think it's such a it's such a good word. I love what it means. I love that you can kind of equate it to like, you know, your little, you've got a little foible there, you know, a little quirk, a little thing about you, or like, you know, just random words. So that's a foible. Oh, I just love it. I think it's a great word. I think that is great. We've had quite a few different interesting choices on here. What's been your favourite word that somebody's somebody said to you? Oh, that's a very good question. Mm. I quite liked Jim's one, which was just the word beautiful. Yeah. Because yeah. of everything it implies and everything that is symbolised by that word and even the way it's written down and the way it sounds. And I loved that answer. I thought it was very, very nice. But also, I, I also liked Liam's answer of being facetious. Oh, Liam loves that word. Liam, Liam's he told does. me about his love of facetious before. <laughs> he also, he loves kind of those big words and things like that as well. He facetious. certainly does. And actually facetious. that comes across very much whenever we play Quiplash together. You can tell which yes. ones our answers are because we get very wordy. <laughs> I love that. So, Isla, we'll move on to the next question regarding words. What is your least favourite word? Oh, well, like, there's always the, there's always, like, the obvious ones, because I, because obviously I really don't like the word moist, obviously. Nobody does. That was Luke's last week. Yeah. Yeah, nobody, nobody likes that word. Nobody likes that word at all. I think, I I also don't like, I don't like words that kind of sound like sounds, right? So, like, see, like, words like squish, squeeze. Oh, you don't like onomatopoeia? I like some onomatopoeia. I don't like certain onomatopoeia. And, and one of them is oh, like... So you don't like the squish, word squish? Squish. Like, what will you try to do that squish? Ugh, it sounds exactly like what it is. Like, squish. Like, it makes me think of like... um. Well, have you ever like uh, right? So you're go- you're washing up the dishes, right? You're sitting there, you're going to wash sure. up the dishes, and you've got no. Uh, well, I I wash, I always wash the dishes with um, with like rubber gloves, but you've not got any rubber gloves, and so you're just looking into this kind of murky pool of like oh. dishwasher water, and anything could be in there, and you reach your hand, and it's all squishy. Ugh! Oh! Ugh! 
Oh, it's yeah, vivid. It's yeah. vivid. I'm there. I'm imagining yeah, yeah. it. Are I don't there? like it. Are you it. there with me? Are you there with me? Oh, God, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. It actually gives me the shivers. <laughs> oh, there's something really horrid about that feeling of having to reach into yeah. the plug hole reach and pull out that hole, yeah. rank plug thing when you're like, this is, I can't get all this shitty tomato yes. water down yes. unless I pull this out. Oh, God, you, you flash me back to horrible days at uni. Exactly. And you don't have any rubber gloves on hands and the whole water is like some kind of murky grey colour and it's like, well, anything could oh. be down there. Anything. It could no, any, All the food that I've eaten, other people's food, that anything. So you put your hand in, it's all squishy. Ugh. Squishy is actually a fairly good choice. Do you know what one of my least favourite words is? Pus. Oh, that's horrible. I just don't like the word pus. And it also sounds it, exactly it doesn't what it is. Look, it, it doesn't look right, because I think it's only got one S, if I'm right. Maybe. I don't think it's P-U-S-S, I think, which is like slightly slang for a no, vagina, it totally, I guess. It is, it is. Pus only has one S, which... Uh... Yeah, so it doesn't even look right. And it, yeah. it, everything it implies, pus is rank. Pus, pus is like pus one is of the rank rankest word. things your body can produce. Yeah. And I find it, ugh, I just find it really gross and creepy. So I guess for me this week, pus is probably one of my least favourite words. Oh, Blech. that's awful. That's actually awful. Yeah, but that's another word that kind of sounds like what it is. Like if you say pus. Yeah, I suppose you're pus, right. It yeah. sounds like popping a spot. Yeah. Oh my God. Pus. Oh, pus. Oh, Jesus. Squish, I've, I've made that really visceral now. Oh, oh, squish and pus. <laughs> oh, there's a, that's, that could be our little duo rap name. yeah it could be our duo rap team yo we're squishing <laughs> pus <laughs> oh i like this i like where this is going we're gonna rock coachella 2019 we you just are. watch you wait guys you wait you're gonna see me and you squishing pus squishing pus at coachella so isla for the next question this is more of a, a deep hitting one sure. rather than the surface level favorite word what turns you on creatively spiritually or emotionally Ooh, that is a really, really interesting question. Okay, here's a, a common really... answer for this is things like passion, because yeah. people love seeing someone who's very passionate about the thing that they're into. So whether that was Spammels with his Titanic stuff, mm. or whether that was Luke and James with their local gameplay passion and their banter, or whether that's you with your anime, passion definitely spurs people on and yeah, seeing totally. that in your work is great, obviously. Totally. No, I think passion, passion is really important. Like I love like... Well, in terms of like YouTube and stuff, I love watching videos where people really analyze things. Like, so in the anime community, it's really popular to really in depthly, in depthly is not even a word, in depth analyze. <laughs> it's a word now. Uh, it's a word now, yeah. Uh, really analyze shows or aspects of shows or uh, like directorial techniques and stuff like that. So I, I find that really interesting. I watched one recently on an anime that I really like called A Place Further Than the Universe. Sure. Uh, it's one of my favourite animes of last year. Totally recommend it. One of the best things I've ever seen. Um, and I watched this video where a guy went really into detail about the directorial techniques in it and I was like yeah my god that's totally right like I can totally see why you mean that and it just made me like really happy and really kind of feel oh I want to make a video or something like that so it not only inspires you but it gives you a, a different yeah. insight into yeah. something you already adore yeah totally so I love I love hearing other people's insights like I, I've got this thing where I, I do like reviews and stuff so like I'll do like five minute reviews but quite in depth about about anime so but equally even if I slag an anime off like one of the ones that i really slagged off was aqua incarnation i think it's one of the worst animes in recent years it's it's, it's an awful anime however Why? well it's just it's just awful right so the english dub is one of the worst things i've ever heard i'm i speak <laughs> japanese so what really annoys me is when it's not uh, translated correctly so one of my favorite things about aqua incarnation is the main character continuously gets the other main character's name wrong so his name <laughs> is kanzaki 
right? But right. In, ja- in Japanese, you always put a suffix at the end of someone's name. Not always, but like t- you tend to put a suffix at the end of the name. So in sure. the Japanese dub, he the the suffix for kanzake is is kun. So, but the English voice actress keeps getting it wrong and calls him kanzakai, kanzakai throughout the whole show, the whole what? thing. He keeps she keeps calling him kanzakai, kanzakai, and then and then switches to kanzake and continually. Continually throughout the whole thing, it's really unbelievably irritating. Oh my Jesus god! Jesus Christ! And that's, the, that's just massive oversight. Yeah, it's, and a, not it's an unbelievable being done level. Properly. And I got I got a comment on that video actually, where someone was like, "Oh my god!" The whole time I thought his name was Kanzakun. I was like, "No, it's not. It's it's, it's Kanzake with Kun at the end of his name for the suffix." Like the, it's just it's the worst adaption into English that I've seen in a really long time. And also the story's incredibly lack. It's incredibly lax. It's just it doesn't even make any sense you don't really care about any of the characters you don't care about the main characters you kind of want her to die and then she doesn't die and you wonder why she's not dead because she should have died there was no point in her surviving to the end of the show like legitimately there was no need for her to live so why is she still alive and where is this going and why do I care and what's worse is it was made by Bone Studio who made My Hero Academia Um, oh no really yeah it's made by Bones and Bones are like one of the best studios ever like they make such good content so aqua incarnation is probably the worst thing they've ever made like i i think wow. it is absolute garbage there is something really tragic about a lot of english dubs though i mean mm. those changes in translation Yu-Gi-Oh suffers massively yeah, from it, it i know that's a bit more of a juvenile choice of anime but watching how that's changed for people who grew up with Yu-Gi-Oh, you might remember things like the shadow realm or shit like that that was yeah. coming in that didn't exist no, in the japanese in the japanese that was you dying yeah the shadow being said to the shadow realm was death and there's loads of scenes of people being punched or being stabbed or holding guns to people that just don't get put in and that happens in a kind of mass scale for things like Yu-Gi-Oh in a minor scale for one of my favorite animes Orphan because they have to change it up so much in the Japanese he kind of has in the same way Harry Potter has you know they say Expelliarmus to get the spell Expelliarmus out he has commands that he says for his spells and I think one of them is like Sword of Light I release thee and that's a really cool poetic thing to say out loud but they don't do that in the dub what they do is they change it to something like uh, why don't you try this on for size? Or, you know, really annoying, eye-rolling, cliche Ugh. dialogue like that where it's so unnecessary and totally ruins it. So it's a shame that you've you've been properly spurned by the, yeah, you the do. English and dub of that show. The weird thing is that English dub isn't always bad. Like, I'll argue that there's really good good English dub adaptions. In fact, sometimes better than the original. The original Cowboy Bebop adaption into English is arguably better than the Japanese. Like I've never seen Cowboy Bebop, but you it's should a totally cult w- hit, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a total cult hit. You should totally watch it. And arguably, the dub is better because there's just things that they can do in the Cowboy Bebop dub that they couldn't do in the Japanese. And there's other like kind of more classic shows like Steinsgate, which has got a new anime this season, Steinsgate Zero. But Steinsgate, the, the dub cast, I, I get told you need to watch it in the dub, you need to watch it in the dub, the dub is really good, the dub is really good. So I did, and I was like, wow, the dub is really good, the cast is brilliant in this. And uh, Be the Beginning has got a really great dub cast. There's, there's a lot There's a lot where dub does it right, and there's a lot where dub does it wrong. It really depends, this is again talking like kind of in detail about anime and how it's created, but it depends on who the ADR director is and who the ADR writer is. So basically who adapts it from who adapts it into uh, from Japanese into English and whether they're good or not. So yeah, I've got like a, I've got a real gripe about English adaptions when they include the suffix in, in an English adaption. So like they'll say 
loosely Mr. Hog, right? Because in, 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 in Japanese, it's Hog-san. Sure. And we don't use suffolks, and we would never say Mr. Hog in certain certain phrases or certain sentences. No, so I don't but really they, agree you with get suffixes. used to that in anime English exactly. dubs because exactly. you just kind of, it's part of the willing suspension of disbelief, I suppose. Exactly. But I don't really believe that you should adapt it that way unless it's unless it's organically correct. But yeah, I've got, that's a real gripe I've got about English dubs, but that's, that's just me. That's just me. So what would you say <laughs> turns you on creatively, spiritually, and emotionally then? Would it just be people who get in depth about okay, things that so you it like. Would be, it would be people getting passionate, I guess, about what they love. And also randomly, this is this is like a really random one, but I really, really love looking at complex editing timelines. Oh my God. Like, oh, <laughs> that does things for me. <laughs> like, see a really complex looking edit timeline, like how you constructed that together. I, I am in love with you and everything that you have done here and all of these layers. Oh, man. Now, do you like it if it's a bit messy, but, they, oh, but what they've produced is great? Yeah. Or do you prefer it when it's beautifully arranged when it's, when on the timeline? It's beautifully arranged and it's color coordinated. You can tell that they oh. like it's got all the all these like insane layers, right? So you see it mostly on like um avid avid timelines, sometimes on premiere timelines and things like that, but it's mostly avid where like you've got this huge timeline and it's just about, I don't know, you've got 80, not 80, that's too many, like like 20 tracks. Uh, and on those tracks, you've got all of these different kind of layers going up and down and up and down. And it just looks complex. And I, I love that com- that kind of complexness of it because uh, it makes me think you've put loads of effort into that and loads of work into that. And look at what it's created. So you like superficial complexity in yeah. a way. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. No, I like that as an answer. I think that's really great because I, I'm, I guess I'm also interested. I think most people have an inherent interest in stuff that looks complicated that they can yeah. understand i think yeah. maybe that's why you like japanese yeah or, or maybe so. that that's why those two go hand in hand because it's something quite complex that you can now grasp yeah and seeing yeah. that complex timeline to a to a nobody who doesn't understand video editing yeah. they wouldn't know what that is but you can go oh god i can see what they're doing here or you oh, can yeah, read totally. a japanese sentence and go oh i see what they've said here it's interesting how those two kind of go hand in hand yeah it's funny it's funny because japanese is japanese is difficult like there's no there's no denying it's a difficult language language but when you can like read a sentence or read a book or read a manga and look at it and go I know what they're saying and I can I can adapt that and I can understand that that's really satisfying as well and it's the same with an edit timeline where you're looking at that going I know exactly how you've constructed that and I can see exactly what you've tried to do here and it looks amazing I'm sure the show is good too but I just want to look at your timeline that's what I want to look at <laughs> this is where all the work is done and in a show like you can you can direct it and you can write it and you can go out there and shoot it and and you can do all that but in the, at the end of the day, it all comes down to the edit, which is why I love editing. Everything comes down, you're, you make or break a film, make or break a TV show, make or break an anime by editing. So it's, 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 the, it's the biggest thing. What I've always liked about editing is the way, you know when those adverts on TV where somebody wipes a dirty surface with a cleaning product and there's yeah. that really neat streak? That's the kind of equivalent of what editing does to me. When you hand me an hour and a half of shitty footage that you can't do anything with and I turn it into 10 minutes of something that's really watchable and fun, yes. I adore that process and that end result i yeah, like being like, able to I condense something down yeah exactly it's, it's almost like having it's kind of what freddie my friend freddie does with cooking he can go to a cupboard and go right what am i working with here and just make something epic in the same way that you could do that with t- like two hours of shit yeah. footage you yeah. could turn that to something cool and i like i've always admired that in people i like i like seeing people who can do that in various ways I feel like the cooking one's a little bit more of a better life skill. Like, I feel like, you know, if the apocalypse came, 
or like something bad was going <laughs> to yeah, happen. Which one are you going to prefer? Someone Freddy, who can edit a video Freddy together. I think is going to be better off than me. Well, I'm sitting, <laughs> I'm sitting in my like bunker with all my avid sweet. Like, anybody want a TV show edited to anybody? Nobody? Okay, well, <laughs> I'm just going to die here. Freddy's going to survive. I'm enjoying our conversation <laughs> so much that I keep forgetting we're halfway through a questionnaire. I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> okay. I love talking to you about everything that you enjoy because you're so passionate about it. I just have a constant smile on my face. I know, I've got I've got so much passion, which is quite, it's, it's, it's uh, not an odd thing, but I, I, I do feel that I'm quite quite passionate about stuff so I, especially when it comes to like anime and editing because it's my job but you know both of those things kind of go hand in hand well then let's try taking things to a little bit more of a negative okay what turns you off creatively spiritually okay. or emotionally or generally in life because we know that passion and things excite you things like laziness have turned quite a few other people off they don't yeah. really like that they don't get enthused by that or negativity any of that for you i find lack of passion very unattractive so I find like if you don't if you're not passionate for anything or you don't have any joy in your life like you know you don't that's incredibly soulless existence yeah, yeah incredibly soulless existence like if you can't if you can't get excited about something or like happy about something then I f- I f- that's really sad it makes me really sad that that you don't have that kind of passion for for anything in your life and that equally equates to the rest of your life so I, I'm really attracted, I guess, to drive as well. So if you don't have any drive, you've got no ambition, no will to kind of go forward, then I find that quite unattractive. Where I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to stay here and talk for t- 10 hours about be the beginning. But okay, you, you, just, you, you just have no passion in your life. That's fine. <laughs> there is something almost unsexy about not having drive. And then on the other flip side of that, something very sexy and empowering about somebody who knows what they want yeah. and is working really hard to get that. And I agree with you wholeheartedly there. And it doesn't matter what it is either. Like if you're passionate about, I don't know, sports, right? I don't like sports. Well, I'm not, I don't like sports. I like sports anime. Come on. That's the only reason I know about any sure. sports is because I've watched an anime of it. But <laughs> Prince like, of Tennis, etc. Actually not even a lie. Prince of Tennis. Prince of Tennis and, <laughs> and Haiku and, uh, and, uh, and uh, uh, Subasa, Captain Subasa this season, like tons of stuff like that. That's the only reason Amazing. I know about stuff but if you if you're really into i don't know let's take basketball for example you're really into basketball and you can tell me all about all these basketball players and basketball teams and whatever i'll be really into that because that's you're showing your passion you're showing you've got something amazing like something that you really love whereas if you're like oh, i kind of like basketball but I'll take it or leave it and i'll kind of like baseball and that's, take not, it or interesting. Leave it. that's yeah, not interesting yeah i said this about spammels because like spammels a lot of the the subject matter that he covers if it's titanic based it's stuff that you know, I'm not inherently interested in something like that, but because of Spammel's knowledge and his enthusiasm and his passion and excitement, you learn and you you enjoy it and you watch yeah. it and you're happy to watch it. So I, I see what you mean there entirely. Yeah, it's, it's such a passion is such an attractive thing and like if you don't if you've not found the, your passion yet that's not a bad thing either like you i'm sure you'll find it you just kind of have to go out there and doesn't try matter and how find menial it. it is either. and it doesn't it matter either small. it can be anything it can be it can be cooking it can be anime it can be it, it can be sports it can be whatever it can be the tiniest little thing but if you feel passion for it then that's really cool like that's really and don't cool. let anyone else tell you that it's not a legitimate passion yeah. or let them put you down for it because it doesn't matter like for instance i just got back into Yu-Gi-Oh. all my friends who aren't part of internet you know circles yeah are, they're very much condescending to me about that like are you serious what are you eight years of age and it's like no i'm nine i, 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 so I, I find you. that really annoying that's also incredibly unattractive people have pe- put people down for what they like as well like no i know what's the what's the need in that you loving Yu-Gi-Oh isn't like affecting my life it's not affecting anybody else's life like it's something that you are enjoying and you're passionate about right now and that's an awesome thing so yeah, yeah. so back off a bit yeah, no, back exactly off. <laughs> I know what you mean <laughs> so speaking of back off do you mm-hmm. have a favourite 
favourite curse word, Isla McTeer. Now, you are from Scotland, and I understand that Scotland probably has some probably more bitey swear words it or does. swear words that maybe we don't have. Are any, it, are any of them? What about ones that aren't exclusively Scottish? And then let's go for a Scottish one. Okay, so, you know, everyone... Ev- ev- well, see, here's the thing, right? In my household, uh, we don't swear. And I, my mum follows me on Twitter, right? So I've swore a couple of times on Twitter and every time she's always like, I have something to talk to you about. And I'm like, yes, mum, is it about the fact I swore on Twitter? And she's like, yes, do not swear on Twitter. I'm like, okay, mum, that's twice I'll swear on Twitter and twice she's found out. <laughs> but sometimes you get that kind of passion in the moment and you just want to say fuck or something, but you know. But, but uh, <laughs> my mum is oh. not, not appreciative of that. So yeah, that's so I I, I like swear words in, in the sense of like I, I do love the word fuck. I love I love how kind of aggressive it sounds. Like I was like oh fuck fuck that fuck. But it's the before it as well. Yeah, that makes and it really I funny. I think in Scottish it sounds a bit more kind of aggressive. Like any swear word does. It just always. I think wanker sounds the most aggressive or bastard. Like yeah. wanker or bastard sound the most aggressive in Scottish. Wanker. Bastard. Yeah, bastard. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, the one that's bast- like, Whoa. you fucking bastard. Like that kind of thing. Like, <laughs> there it is. Really... That's the proper aggression. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to mess with Scott. You don't want to mess with Scott. Best Scottish one though is definitely a hundred percent bobag. Your bobag. Your bobag. Your fucking bobag. bobag what does dobag. that mean? Right. So, a, so a bobag is exactly what it sounds. You're just an idiot. You know. You're like an absolute <laughs> right. idiot. You're just. I thought it was ball bag. No ball. <laughs> like, like a nutsack. No- <laughs> Well, I guess I can kind of mean that, but like ball. So uh, that's like you know you're you're like you're like a scrotum, I guess. You know you're the lowest of the low. You're like an absolute tosser. You're an idiot. Ball right. bag, ball bag, <laughs> ball bag. Interesting. Ball bag. Okay, these are great. Well, I didn't know. Are there any other good Scottish swear oh, words? Because like, I don't know any of these. God, there's like a ton of Scottish swear words, but again, in my household we don't swear, and I don't get to use them very often. Um, yeah, like like I'll, I always like the the kind of word like tosser as well, which is not really tosser. which is not really um, a massive kind of kind of swear. No, swear but it word. sounds lovely in your accent. Tosser, and there's also uh, there's there's like bampot, which is a really kind of like old school Scottish <laughs> swear word. Say it again. Bampot. Bampot. Your bampot. Yeah, your bampot. Yeah, which is again. What does that mean? It just means you're an idiot. You're an idiot. All oh, right. Okay. And then I also love bass. Bass. So that's like that's like bastard, but like you would say like, oh, you're a pure bass man, you fucking right. bass. Like that <laughs> these kind of are way. great. I love these. I wish uh, I was Scottish now. <laughs> there's also another great one that people really like is dauber. 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 Yeah, you're a dauber. You're a pure dauber man. So that means like you're a jerk. You know, again, you're an idiot. There seems to be a lot interesting because down south, a dauber is someone who tells like a snitch. It's a snitch. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, that's, that's so definitely dobbing not what that means someone here. in. Definitely is... up here. Uh, oh, really? And then I don't know if you guys have got this one uh, in England, but Jakey? Do you know what a Jakey is? A Jakey? No. Yeah, a Jakey. Oh my God, you don't? Okay. So a Jakey is like a, like an alcoholic or somebody who's like a little bit of a tramp. A Jakey. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. a Jakey. You're a pure Jakey, man. Oh, yeah. Howling no, Jakey. No, we don't really have many particularly slang words that I guess you wouldn't know. Yeah. But I guess they, they maybe come from more local kind of things like a school slang where it's, it's become a slang amongst your peers and stuff, things like that. Ah. Like we've got a few of those that people wouldn't have. So we've got things like one from our school was Yarth. Yarth. Yarth is yeah. Yarth. It's the idea of bullshit. So if someone <laughs> sa- if someone was telling you know chatting bollocks, you'd go Yarth. Or <laughs> shit so like that. So we had things like that, and that worked. I think that works in your accent. Yarth. 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 Stop with that Yarth. Yeah. Stop with that Yarth. Yeah. Dober. <laughs> 
Oh, it's such a wonderful, wonderful noise. Actually, that's actually a weird, a weird link into this next question, which is what sound or noise do you love? I didn't mean to say noise, but that's basically how it came across. So what sound or noise do you love? A typical one is I think Luke said a piano, which is Mm. wonderful. My favorite instrument's a harp, so it would be Similar, I guess. But do you oh, have anything favorite like that? Your favourite instrument is a harp? That's interesting. It is. I love the harp. I don't know why. I've, I've also found... I fell in love with a girl who played the harp, and she was... Uh, <laughs> she was very wonderful when uh, she played it. That's so cute. That's so sweet. The, harp's a, the harp is a really nice instrument, though. Like, I love the sound... I love this... I've always loved the sound of a, of, um, a violin. Like, I love the sound Ooh. of a violin. Uh, when they're played love... well, a, a badly played violin is one of the worst sounds on earth. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, not to always tie this bad to anime, but there's this anime I really like called Sound Euphonium. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's uh, one of my favourites of all time. It's a music anime. Uh, and and it's uh, about an orchestra or a, an orchestra in the school. Uh, and they all play all these like musical instruments and they were all recorded like live um, with like a real orchestra Ooh, and stuff in the in the for sound euphonium and it's beautiful. Like one of the girls plays a trumpet and like it's the trumpet is, has a beautiful sound when played correctly, like a really beautiful sound when played correctly. Same with the violin and the euphonium. Weirdly enough, because that's the whole thing. It's called sound euphonium. Really? Yeah, yeah which is really lovely, and you get to hear all these musical instruments in like a different setting because you're hearing it individually. It's a great anime. Um, but that sounds yeah. amazing. I'm gonna yeah. check that out. It is one of my favorites of all time. Like it's literally in my top five. Like I love sound euphonium so much. So generally, you like any kind of lovely yeah, symphony yeah. kind and of swell. Well, this is this is this is gonna be this is gonna sound very like sappy, but the sound of my sister's voice because my sister is an amazing singer, <laughs> and Aww. she like her go. In fact, if we hark back to like what you know gets me kind of like creatively when I hear my sister's music and what she writes and like just she'll she'll sit and she'll I'll be the first one she'll she'll play any new songs that she's written or anything new that she's like uh, piecing together whether it's a cover which is very rare because she like she writes a lot of her own stuff but she'll right. sit and play me stuff on her piano or play me something on her guitar or show me a mix that she's done with like her voice and just how she plays and how she writes I just oh she's just so brilliant i love my sister to pieces that's so exciting so, where can we find more of your sister's music you can music? find more of my sister's music uh you can just search for it. it's laurie mcteer she's on facebook she's got a youtube but uh on her facebook account she posts up a lot of her stuff and things but it's just laurie so l-o-r-i mcteer m-c-t-e-a-r but she's fantastic she's kind of like uh just very acoustic-y um a little bit country because she loves country music um but all of her stuff is is incredibly powerful she wrote this one song about her grandma with two songs about her grandma but one in particular that always gets me stuff she writes really hits home with me it might be because she's my sister but really even just outside of that i just always think that she's just incredibly inspiring so yeah my sister's voice let's go for that as my favorite sound wow that's a really lovely answer i'm looking forward to hearing more of your sister's music and also everyone listening to this needs to go and check it all out as well yeah you definitely should if you like the scottish accent and you just like nice music really well written music then i think you'd love lord and stuff she sounds like she'd get on very well with my cousin mary spender who's oh, really? also a, a music youtuber and she's she's i think she's absolutely smashed past me with the subs like months wow. and months and months ago she i think she's approaching 100k Oh my god, that's insane! That's she amazing, might have even though. blown past that. I could be wrong. I don't know at time of recording, but she's she's amazing. So go check out Isla's sister and my cousin Mary. There we go. Isn't that oh, great? We've got cute. we've got some good family cross promotions <laughs> going on there. I think this is I love wonderful. That. That's very sweet. So on the flip side, Isla, mm-hmm. what sound or noise do you hate? What sound or noise do I hate? 
Okay, what was? What, give me one of yours. Give me one of yours and try to think of think of one of mine. The sound or noise? I don't like the sound of polystyrene. That was always mm. one that that's one that I've said a couple of weeks in a row because it it really really does something to me. And also, oh, the feeling or sound of licking a tissue or a napkin. Oh yeah, that is like awful. actually, I'm starting to wince at the thought of it. It really affects me. That is awful. That is really. awful. Is there anything anything like that that bothers you? I can think you? of. I can think of right now. Okay, cinema. Right in the cinema. If I'm next to somebody who's eating either a hot dog or nachos or oh. any of that kind of food in the cinema, what are you punishable doing? by death? Punchable by death. If you're going to eat in the cinema, popcorn is the is the thing that you you take. Also, I've seen people take McDonald's in the cinema and things like that. What? And it's that Who's it's... grazing in the Odeon? What's going on? No idea. Okay, there's people who take actual full meals. I sat next to a girl. I went to see one of my favourite movies of the year, which is uh, which is uh, Three Billboards uh, out of Evan, Missouri. I think it's one of the best films this year, anyway. Uh, and I went to see it. And next to me, this girl sat and ate a salad. What? She sat and ate a salad right next to me. Right next to me with couscous and everything. What a bitch. <laughs> I know, right? Who eats a salad in the cinema? Who sits and eats a salad in the cinema? Like, the cinema wasn't made for you to eat salads. I just don't, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I'm annoyed. Hate... I'm annoyed about that. Like, who the... Yeah. Who do you think you are? Who do you think you bringing are bringing your salads salad in, in the cinema? No, I do agree. The sound of grazing in, yeah. a, in a cinema is just not okay. I yeah. hate it. Toffee apples and shit. What's yeah. next? I don't, I don't... See, I don't mind... I don't mind it if, like, you know, you're, it's out in general public or whatever, but there's something about in a cinema. I don't know if you've seen in the news and stuff, but there's this, like, new film called The Quiet quiet place which is a new horror movie and it's it's incidentally exactly what it is it's a quiet place so the whole film is practically silent and then apparently loads of people were going at the cinema just eating popcorn and hot dogs and whatever and oh, that kind of ruins the, the experience of the film because it's a quiet place the whole thing is silent there's no there's at no point where you can open up your like hot dog wrapper or whatever your, your popcorn at wrapper. least in star wars there's an explosion or a ship that you could quickly crack your yeah, doritos open exactly during. exactly and you wait for that moment in the quiet place there's no moment for that so you're just kind of okay well i just need to eat this like really loudly crunching on your popcorn <laughs> while like there's complete silence on the screen that must be so often so often jesus well fair enough i agree with you wholeheartedly on there and guys if any of you are listening to either the audio version of this or the youtube version of this be sure to leave us a comment down below if you are on the youtube version and let us know what are some of your least favorite sounds or words or what turns you on creatively spiritually or emotionally things like that any of the questions that you want to answer let us know in the comment section below because i will go through and read some of them out at points where we can feature your guys opinions on various parts of this so we'll move on to our next question isla which is what profession other than your own would you like to attempt now what is it that you actually do for a full-time job isla? so i'm an offline editor uh and an offline editor as someone who picture edits so i take footage i work in telly uh, and i take foot i won't say telly show i'm working on because i don't think i'm supposed to but uh but yeah so i work in telly i take offline footage and i piece it together and then online is when you would do things like color grade it or add special effects and things so that's online uh, but pick, but uh, offline is when you build and construct your television show or your film or whatever and that's what i do for a living editor. so this is one of the reasons i've believed that you and i are soulmates is because we've both been offline editors for things for a while and i kind of read you're the only person i've ever met who is also a video editor who i didn't just meet at work yeah <laughs> and so i resonate <laughs> with all of your problems and i resonate with when you do well i always feel very proud and i remember but I think you you got promoted. Was it 
before last MCM or around it last MCM? It was at MCM. So like basically I got into my career, my career path's really weird. So I never, I always edited on my own and would do my own kind of edit stuff. And then I, at my current job, they gave me the opportunity to train for a year to be an editor. So they'd be like, okay, if you do well, we'll give you training packs and whatever. If you do well, we'll, we'll make you an editor. And so I did, I did for a year, I did loads of training and then learning a software that I was, 100% not comfortable with and now I'm 100% comfortable with but took a long time to get there Avid Media Composer looking at you uh, nobody uses that so whenever anyone asks me what I edit on I'm like Avid Media Composer and they're like oh and I'm like there's a sharp don't. inhale through yeah, the teeth like, well either they're like oh oh really Ooh. or what, what is that because if you don't if you work if you just do YouTube you don't need Avid you know you don't need to use Avid to build anything because it's just not it's not counterproductive for you at all use Premiere or just use Premiere in fact don't use anything else just use Premiere <laughs> <laughs> now, as a Premiere user, I'd, I'd agree with that. And having to use Avid at uni, I know the pain of how yeah. terrible it is. Yeah, it's incredibly unintuitive piece of software. However, now I love it, and now I couldn't use anything else to picture it on. So uh, you kind of you kind of swings and roundabouts with it, really. So I did my training, then I became editor, uh, and that's what I've been doing for the last. Uh, well, kind of, it's officially my proper job title for the last like six months, I think, seven months. That's something so like exciting, that. Isla! Yeah. I'm so happy for you with that. Thank that's you so very awesome. Much. Thank you. So thank what, you, thank you. what profession other than this would you like to attempt? So does it need to be something that like I could I could do or could it be something that I actually uh, could It doesn't do? necessarily have to be something that's within your skill set. So let's imagine that your current skill set is is kind of immaterial and it's just if if you could go right we're going to put a chip in your head and it makes you this job. What job okay. would you like to do? Well there's there's two then they're two they're two very different things from each other. One is on. like one is an animator because I just, I just people who can draw, man. See people who can draw. Oh, oh it's so, so awesome. it's so attractive, isn't it? I wish I could do what they do. Go from brain to paper. I can't yeah. though. Like I like what's in my head I can translate into an edit. But if you if you want me to draw you something, like I just can't I just can't do it. Like it, it just kind of doesn't correlate well with me. So like being an animator, a good animator, would be amazing. And the other one is really, really randomly, like I'd love to be good at complex sciences so like be like a really awesome physicist who Ooh, like like a theoretical physicist yeah, or something like a theoretical physicist or like you know go work uh, and do kind of like stuff in space or whatever not an astronaut but it's just something along those lines because i just think i think science is incredibly fascinating so i would love to be able to do something like that i think that'd be really cool you've actually picked two ones that i would pick annoyingly oh, that means i can't think of other ones but i've always wanted to be able to draw and being an animator despite some of the gripes i see from animators i follow on twitter and yeah. stuff it does sound like a wonderful thing to be able to do and yeah. like you say science and understanding things like the universe and studying the universe and new discoveries in the universe or black holes i'd love to study that that'd be incredible yeah to be able to understand it at a molecular level as well to be able to oh. go i completely understand exactly what's happening here and exactly why it's going to happen and oh that's just so awesome i think i think science in itself is such a really cool thing like uh and to be the person that's discovered something awesome even just as simple as like I read in the paper the other day they've finally discovered an enzyme that will break down unbreakable plastics so to be that person who discovered that enzyme that will break unbreakable plastics and help you've the, kind the, of saved the planet yeah you've saved the planet you know that's wow. such a cool thing like it's cooler than what I'll ever I'll ever do because even though I love editing and editing's really cool and maybe I'll make a hard hitting documentary one day or you know something like that I, I'll never make an enzyme that saves the world 
world <laughs> you know but what it's, you need to do is you need to create something that's going to work with your name so you yeah. need to invent some kind of revolutionary gear and yeah. call it the mcteer gear yeah and it that, would that's be the greatest do. invention ever that's what I need to do. Let's see if I that, can do that's that. That's the plan. That is that's my new plan. Make some. That's kind good. Of yeah, gear. we forget video editing. We'll work on the McTeer gear, guys. If you've got any plans for McTeer gear, <laughs> let us know because I don't have any clue. <laughs> no idea what it could be. <laughs> so, what profession would you not like to do under no circumstances? So, okay. Liam said things, you know, anything to do with kids or a bin man were his choices. Yeah, yeah, they make they make sense. They make sense. I mean, I wouldn't. I, I've always said this. I, I wouldn't be at all ever a good nurse. No, do you know what? That was going to be mine as well. We're so we're soulmates, Ed. We're soulmates. We really are, Isla. We are. It's unbelievable. But I I mean, I, I consider myself quite a, a, a compassionate person. I do have compassion for people. Um, and I do, I obviously, but, but I could never do what a nurse does. I could never... I can never help people in the way that nurses can. I have huge respect for nurses and doctors in our NHS and across the world, you know? Like, it's, it's an amazing profession and an amazing profession if you can do it, but I could never do it. Like, it would be the last job in the world that I would take on because I, I couldn't clean up people's shit and you know like you know no. and i couldn't i couldn't take care of people the way that nurses can and I, I and like i said i do think i'm compassionate but not in that way like my compassion only goes so far i guess do you know and i, I agree with you i'm i'm in exactly the same boat i I come from a family where my auntie's actually a nurse and I've got family friends like my god sister, if you forgive the made up term, but you know, my <laughs> godfather's daughter who I've yeah, known yeah, since yeah. I was born. She's a nurse and all of her friends who I know are nurses. And I, I have amazing respect for all they do because they do mental hours. The amount they're paid is embarrassing. They just do mental shit all day, every day, have to deal with it all, get hated by the press, get their salaries and shit cut from the government and still have to go to work every day with a smile on their face. I couldn't do it. After three months of working at a job that I really fucking hated, I went, no, sorry. No. And that was yeah. with normal hours. It was just a job I hated. So let alone after a 14 hour shift covered in blood, feces and vomit and having two hours sleep before going back and doing it again. Yeah. And not knowing your hours 14 days either, in a row like, or whatever with no rest. Like just, yeah. No. No, thank you. Like, I, that's why I admire the nurses who do it so bloody much. Yeah, Because totally. it is, it's so hard to do. And that's why I don't think you should ever be in a position where you like, you know, you make fun of nurses or like you're really hard on them because you know what they're doing. Why like, would you they be? They just work so fucking hard. Yeah. And also doctors and nurses can totally and utterly obviously save your life or like help you with, with, with like conditions that you've got and whatever else. Like they so are, don't take the piss. Don't yeah. take the piss and don't take them for granted. Like they are, the what they can do and what they bring for us as incredible and we you know we don't respect them or give them enough credit enough like you know it's all about like save our nhs and stuff well let's pay our nhs workers more you know like they 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 get so much shit for what they do so i can never ever do that i would i, I just i just couldn't do what they do but i have got mad respect for it so the jobs you'd like to attempt kind of being an animator or things and then yep. not wanting to be a not nurse, a nurse. <laughs> i think these are perfectly viable and i agree with both of them <laughs> to be you. honest so that's very very fair so it's time we move on to the final question of the pivot question island this is a it. bit more of a metaphysical kind of more wholesome question sure sure if heaven exists what would you like to hear god say when you arrive at the pearly gates i would like god to tell me what his favorite anime is 
<laughs> what would you like him to what what answer would you like to hear well really I'd just like to see his mile list so I'd like to see what his my anime list is I'd like him to give me his my anime list I'd like to look at it I'd like to study it I'd like to see okay well you like some of the animes I like so I'm going to come what if he said heaven. I'll tell you what my favourite is the English dub of that Apple. show that you were describing Apple. earlier well I'd have to say well I'm going to hell then that's pretty much where I'm going yeah, anyway sorry, so sorry, I'm just going to go see the devil and see what he's got because he's probably the devil probably really likes Etchy so I'm probably going to go down no, there with the devil no he loves Black Clover Ooh, but so do I kind of you've got such a love-hate relationship with oh. Black Clover don't you oh god I really hate it but I really like it at the same time wasn't it know? poised to be like the new Naruto and as a yeah. massive as a guy who followed Naruto from the Itachi Sasuke fight in the manga all the way to the end in the manga I adored that franchise it was part of my my upbringing so I needed something that was going to follow that up Boruto is admittedly pretty good but I haven't got into Black Clover mostly because you tell me that it's shit of course you haven't there's nothing to get into Black Clover about like (laughs) of course you haven't got into Black Clover nobody is going to get into Black Clover unless they're like me and for some reason I've watched it all the way from episode one and didn't let it go like I kept watching Black Clover going it's going to get better it's going to get better and eventually (laughs) eventually at episode 17 it got really good oh my god you know we're 17 episodes in and Black Clover has got a thousand and one things wrong with it however it does do things right it does and one of the things that arguably does well I will badger its animation because I don't think the animation is particularly great however it doesn't resort to 3D animation like a lot of other kind of anime do do these days it does do animation quite well so I will give it that and its characters and and later arcs are really likeable and Asta does get better in later arcs but oh my god does it take time 17 it took to episode 17 you've not sold me on that at all like I'm not supposed to admittedly this is how I have to try and sell people things like Game of Thrones because they go I tried it I tried season 1 I tried the first three episodes and it's shit and you have to go yep you have to get through the first season and then it gets really good but you can say the same about being boiled alive yeah, you just get through so that initial searing pain and it's fine after a while but that's so interesting you say that about Game of Thrones though because because I love Game of Thrones I've read it from the books and I've, I will love the series but people are like oh yeah it's a bit boring in the first season and I'm like okay yeah but you know you just have to keep going with it just keep powering through I guess the difference with, with Black Clover and Game of Thrones is you have to power through hours of Game of Thrones whereas Black Clover's <laughs> 20 minutes an episode and technically that is true technically Black Clover you can skip the first five minutes because it's just filler recap not a lie every single episode has at least five minutes of just recap of the last episode that I watched so it's not an anime you can binge watch either because you're just like what is this I just I just watched this two seconds ago like why so Black Clover's <laughs> got a million problems with it but my brother and I discussed this recently how every Naruto episode is structured virtually the same it's very long intro Flashback to previous episodes, which we already know because we watched the series. Then it's a little bit of battle, most of which involves a lot of throwing of shuriken, some disappearing, and then a guy, one of them using, it'll either be the good guy or bad guy, can vary on fight to fight, but they'll use a big move on the opposition. (laughs) They will then go, ha, I got him. Then the smoke will clear and they won't be there and they'll be behind him. (laughs) And they always go, when did he... It must have been then. And then they have a flashback to the moment the blast hit from a different angle showing how he got out of it. And then they cut back to it. They do that 
in every fight scene in every Naruto fight ever. Look at it. Honestly, watch every episode oh that does I'm it. My brother that. completely nailed it that every episode is structured virtually the same. And it is frustrating. I've realized now we may be actually alienating people who aren't anime fans. And so to bridge the gap between people who maybe aren't anime fans and anime fans who well, who love anime, obviously. <laughs> anime uh, fans love where anime. would you suggest people who have no interest in anime, but sure. they have friends who watch it, and maybe they want to try one that's not Yu-Gi-Oh! or Pokemon okay. or things like that. Where would you try and suggest one or two short and easy adult animes to start with? Being such oh, an anime guru, you'd be a good okay. person to ask. Well, there's not a... Sh- I, my immediate one, the first one I always think of is My Hero Academia. Boku no Hero Academia, I think, is the perfect starter I disagree. Anime. Now, whilst, whilst I adore it, it's not the kind of thing I'd want to introduce somebody to because really? it's a bit too to close to Dragon Ball for me. Like For, for, oh, yeah, for okay, a, a guess, completely uneducated person whose experience of anime up until this point has been Pokemon, Dragon Ball Z, and Yu-Gi-Oh! Maybe Beyblade from their <laughs> childhood. That will come across very like Naruto or things like that. Whereas I was actually going to suggest something like Erased. Where it's more down to earth. Yeah, do you know what? Erased is a Erased is a really good a really good shout. Like Erased is such a such a brilliant uh, brilliant short anime. I would say Hero Aka mainly because I I I think I think it's a really good kind of starterish anime because it's a really good it's a really good shonen. It is uh, such a good shonen, of, Isla. It's such a good shonen. It's it's one of the best examples of modern shonen. I mean. I mean, you talk about Naruto and you talk about, you know, all those fight scenes that look the same. Everything in My Hero Academia is incredibly exciting. Like, I think oh. it's such an exciting anime to watch. And right but, now it's you know, back. So right now, right now every week is exciting now. again. And I get to watch your tweets roll in as you react to things. I know, as I react That's part of my favourite part of the week. <laughs> I love that. I absolutely You're love that. You're like my push notification for shit. It's gone live. I can watch it now. <laughs> Whereas I'm just like, right, I can, yeah, literally it's like right that very second where I like clicked on it. Like, okay, it's Saturday. I can't do anything on Saturday. I just need to watch this anime, basically. Um, so you'd I, say My Hero Academia for people who want to I get into something. I, I mean, it's, it kind of does everything that I want an anime to do for like a starter anime anyway. It does everything Try I want it to Try and sum it up in a single sentence for someone who's losing interest quickly in the idea of anime okay it's a, it's a big fighting anime but it's got loads of humor in it and comedy and and the main it's characters. a school for superheroes it's a school of superheroes it's a school of superheroes where which packs a punch and has a ton of comedy and the main character is really likable and it's got an incredible best boy in todoroki and that's the only thing you need to know you just need to know about todoroki it's watch todoroki it's also incredibly deep as well and meaningful oh, it I love is it. And it's so emotional. It's made me so laugh. It's made me cry. I love it. The reason I'd pick Erased is because it just... I, I'd say the sentence I'd give to try and hook you on it, it is very short and it's very intense, is yes. the guy, the main character is sent back to his childhood because something is wrong. Something is very, very wrong. And he has to fix it, but he doesn't know why he's there. It's beautiful. Ooh. 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 It's such a good series, Erased, and it's so short and bite-sized. Like something like Attack on Titan as well, or Death Note. Very easy to absorb concepts, very easy to watch, a bit more adult-centric rather than uh, shonen, I guess, but they kind of fall in the same category, I guess. I'd consider them all kind of more shonen, yeah. Well, yeah, mine's more shonen, but on like a really quick, like super adult, like if you want to watch something that's really great, like a 10 out of 10 anime, Made in Abyss. Made in Abyss. Yeah. 
It's the best. It's one of the best animes of the last recent years. It's about a girl who it's a it's a, it's a you're in a fantasy land, and this girl dives into the abyss, which is a huge like crater in the middle of her village, to find her mother. And it seems it's got this incredibly simple premise, but oh my god, it gets dark, it gets deep, it gets Ooh. violent, it gets oh, it, it it just it just makes you shiver and and hits at so many points. The writing is amazing. It's incredibly short. It's twelve episodes, and it is a must watch for anybody who wants to watch something that's full of action and full of like drama and but with a really simple premise i would 100 recommend. and i am now going to watch that because of that incredible pitch (laughs) isla pitching anime literally what's new so isla it is time for us to move on to arguably my favorite feature of the game hog hog cast which we like to call haiku do you think you are (laughs) who would have guessed so for those of you who don't know what haiku do you think you are is basically i ask you guys the audience the hogs to give me and my guest a little bit of a suggestion as to what we can maybe make some haikus about. For those of you who don't know what a haiku is, it's a Japanese poem that has syllables arranging of five, seven, and five. So three lines of five syllables, seven syllables, and five syllables. Now, last week, I think it's a bit of a tie, actually, between Luke and I for the idea of shower thoughts, which was recommended to us by Yana. <laughs> and that was that was really fun doing that one, because shower thoughts are always very broad. And I blew people's minds with my quad bike one which i was very happy with so thank you everyone who enjoyed that but this week we've been recommended anime who knew by who would have thought? everyone literally. normally i read out one or two people who recommended it but this was literally recommended by virtually everyone who responded because they were all like funny. guys it's isla duh do yeah. some anime so isla have you have you prepared us some haikus yes i've got many i prepared like eight or something like i Did was I, I was like well like prepared for the haikus for the for the anime wow okay so <laughs> tell you what we'll go for your three best and then okay. we'll maybe rattle through a couple of your other ones so isla why don't you take us through your first haiku do you think you are so this is my favorite one <laughs> learning japanese through anime is quite wrong baka desu yo <laughs> Wow. So, wow, a haiku that features Japanese. That is pretty apt. I'd say that has to win the entire round, to be honest. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, translate Uh, that final sentence for those people who maybe aren't weebs. Vakadesio means uh, you idiot. So, you're an idiot. So, basically, the whole sentence is, learning Japanese through anime is quite wrong. You're an idiot. You're an idiot if you do that. (laughs) That's absolutely wonderful. Okay, so now it's time for my first haiku, do you think you are, to do with anime, because it's Isla McTeer's week. If I had powers, like Goku from Dragon Ball, I'd get so much puss. (laughs) (laughs) I have been dreaming of that since I was five years old. It's so true, Not getting puss. (laughs) I mean, mean, of having Dragon Ball powers, just because it would be epic. We have got to talk about... We got to talk about that for a sec, for a hot minute, right? When I was a kid, I loved Dragon Ball Z. It's one of my favorite like shonen animes ever. Um, and when I was younger, I used to believe during the uh, Saiyan uh, arc of Dragon Ball. Oh right. During the Saiyan arc, right? So this this is how far back we're going. I used to go up into my bedroom, sit on my bed, and try and meditate so that I could do what, what no, Gohan was trying what, to like teach. Like he tries to teach yeah, Videl. Like he tries to teach Everyone Videl. Everyone who watched that tried that. I guarantee. Yes. yes I still yes. try it now. If if I'm drunk enough, not that I drink anymore, but when I was last drunk, I tried it again, being like, maybe 
now I'm one yeah, with maybe, myself. Maybe still now nothing, I will be able to, to do what, what Gohan has taught Videl because Videl's just a normal human, right? Exactly. So I'm like, yeah, man, if I just meditate like this, I am going to be able to be able to be to do the, the special things that Videl can do and that Gohan can do. Oh, honestly, that was me. That was like maybe my life. Maybe one day. Maybe one maybe day, Isla, we'll figure it out. Maybe one day. But Isla, what is your second haiku okay. do you think you are? Take it away. Senpai notice me. Wait, why won't he notice me? Forgot he's 2D. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. What's the opposite okay. of a waifu? A gaifu? No, a husbando. A husbando. A husbando. <laughs> I've not heard that one before. You've not heard of a husbando? No. Husbando. Husbando, yeah. So, like, you know, you've got your waifus and you've got your husbandos. <laughs> oh my god, that's epic. I love Thank it. Thank you very much. So, my second one isn't necessarily funny. But it's it's something that I, I wanted to raise this point and thought I'd put it in haiku form. Go for it. I never quite got why characters fall over when they're annoyed. Do you know what? It's a yeah. fucking Japanese people don't do that. So why no, do don't. anime characters do it when they're exasperated? Because it's cute, cute moe. It's moe, man. It's moe. So like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Joe, you know, that, is, that is one of those questions that we've got to, you know, ask God when we get to heaven. <laughs> that is true. Can you explain this to us, yeah. please, God? Please explain, God, why anime characters fall over. There's a lot of tropes in anime that I've never understood. Like, there's, oh, there's what's so the posh woman laugh called? The oh, 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 oh what's oh, that one God, called? I love that. I can't remember what that's called, but yeah, that's It's that's got a, a trope a name that I it forget, but it's name. very common amongst the kind of smug older woman laughing down condescendingly. And you hear it all the time as well. Like I've heard it a lot recently actually in some in certain anime. So yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of tropes. Anime is full of tropes. Uh, it is the pervy they, old man oh, the that's in every man. single one. Every single anime. There's there's always some kind of pervy character. You can't you can't literally watch an anime without there being one. A starving main protagonist. There's oh, one yeah. in everything. Yeah. It's almost yeah, eye rolling is. in a way, but hey. What you gonna hey, do? Anime. That's anime, eh? That's anime. So Isla, what is your third and final haiku okay. do you think you are about anime? So this is a little bit about what we were talking about earlier, and it's actually to do with a specific anime. So Boku no Hero, it's not called my hero, bunch of weeb peasants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. You featured so much Japanese in yours, I'm jealous. It's so wonderful. <laughs> But it's interesting that you mentioned an anime in your third one because so did I. Wonderful. I mentioned a specific wonderful. one and I mentioned it because it's one you recommended to me. Okay, okay. So here is my third and final haiku do you think you are? When I watch Citrus, <laughs> the girls make me feel all strange. <laughs> now I'm lesbian. <laughs> I love that. I love that. It's a great anime, but I felt oh. like a bit of a pervert watching it, if I'm honest, yeah. because it is a bit softcore, etchy, lesbian porn in a way. It's, it's a complete etchy anime. I mean, I have, I again, I, I have a love hate relationship with Citrus as well, because it's like such a, it's, it's, it's a Yuri, which we don't get a lot of. Um, sure. Is it a good Yuri? Who knows? But you know, it was an enjoyable. But it's watch sort of an incest it. Yuri as well, oh God, yeah. without but it's being not really incest. An incest Yuri, though. No, but if so you explain just... it to someone who doesn't know, know anime, they go, "What? I know, I know." I know, I know, I know. That's why you don't really talk about it. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like, it's like Edo Manga Sensei. We don't talk about it. That's <laughs> true. So, mm. Ali, you said you had some more. Do you have any yeah. others that you that really stand out for you that you'd like to say? Because this is the first okay. time we've had more, but you featured so many wonderful ones. I'd quite like to Let's hear some see. more of yours. Let's see. So this this one, I quite I quite like this one, but I, this kind of harks back to a tweet that I did the other day. Sixty-seven shows released. I have got to watch them all. What is a social life? <laughs> 
Literally. I love tw- I loved how you once tweeted your entire list of shows you need to catch yeah. up on. I think yeah. it was a gif of you scrolling or a video. Yeah, And was. it was two to three pages long. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I haven't I even watched all of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. How the fuck Mate. are you getting through all these series? I have got, uh, like, honestly, it's like, it's like every day I'm watching maybe about four or five anime because, because like, in, in a season there's about 67 shows and I do a big breakdown video where I break down all of the shows that air in a season so that's everything. So I need to watch everything up to at least episode three so I can give it a good balance but I do it all in a condensed 10 minute segment so even though I've just watched hours and hours of anime it's only like 10 minutes that I am condensing this video into but I still need to do it. Still got to watch everything that's tough (laughs) it's such a life commitment i love it well i think these have been pretty wonderful little haikus i think you've done a great job there isla so guys if you have enjoyed haiku do you think you are here on the hogcast make sure that you guys leave a comment on the youtube version of this letting us know who you think won and next week i'll be reading out which one of either isla mctear or myself has won this week's haiku do you think you are i think you nailed that i think that might have been one of the best weeks we've ever had thank you thank you i I did i did try my best for those ones i was like well what am i gonna do we're gonna make it japanese of course and you absolutely (laughs) nailed it as a result so i I think that went very very well now something else that's going to go very well due to something that you've brought to the table isla Mm mctier is another one of the hogcast features which is normally called am i normal but today we're calling it foibles (laughs) because i has brought that word to the table so basically this is a section where we talk about things that we do that are slightly i don't know they may be weird or they may actually be normal things so the example i always use for this is when i was growing up when i was small i always thought there were sharks in swimming pools always kind of still do to this day that's one of my am i normal or my foible so isla mctear what is yours oh me okay so right i don't consider myself a superstitious person okay like i don't think i've got superstition but i very very clearly must have something in my brain that is right so i I just do the things that, that you that you avoid in superstition. So my, my big one is, and I don't know where I got this from. So you know how if you're walking down a street and you've got the like- The three a, drains? No, no, not the three drains. The, the two uh, poles. The two poles. So you no. know if you- Yeah. So like you're walking down the street and like there's like maybe like a like a traffic pole and then maybe like another pole which holds like, I don't know, a light up, like, a la- like the lamp, the street lamp. I will not walk- through those because they're so close together that that would be splitting poles. So I need to actively avoid it. And I don't even realise that I'm doing it. My brain just goes, mm, got to avoid that, Isla. And I'll be having a conversation with somebody right next to me, but my body just moves away from the poles and just goes really. Them. You have this yeah. reflex reaction to avoid gaps between to poles. To avoid gaps Did you get stuck in a tight spot when you were young? No, but do you know, do you know where that phrase comes from? Like, don't split two poles comes from. So like, apparently no. if you split, through, split two poles, you break your parents up. And my parents are very happily married. I don't want to do that. So what if what if I jump through these poles or go through these poles and my parents break up? I can't have that. I can't have that in my Is head. that why my mother broke her back when I stepped on that crack? <laughs> Maybe. Oh my God, I didn't realise the adages were all true. It's Damn all it. true. It's all true. And also, you know, the three drains thing. I also, weirdly in my head, don't do that either. But it's the poles thing. That, uh, I was told it by someone when I was 13 and I still don't do yeah. it for some reason. Yeah. I know there's nothing wrong with it. They're just drains. It doesn't mean I anything. Know. But I, if I walk over them, in my head, I was told to say mushroom three times or some <laughs> bullshit like that. So I, in my head, I'll go mushroom, mushroom, mushroom. And I'll go, what the fuck am I doing? You're 25 years old. I know. Stop I know. doing this now. I know. 
I know it's so ridiculous, and it's it's all superstition. Like I don't do the I don't do the stack thing. I don't do the pole thing. And then also again, I can't walk under a ladder. That feels weird. Can't but do why that. would you? That's just common sense, Isla. Yeah, I know. But like you know, it's a superstition apparently. Can't walk. Can't walk. Can't walk under a ladder. But all those little things, I don't think that's normal, especially my poles thing, because I will actively walk onto a road. To I imagine it. quite a few people <laughs> listening will agree with you and probably do the same things, like not so. stepping on a crack. Like. If I can avoid stepping on cracks in a pavement, subconsciously I do it, just because I don't want to have uneven feet, I suppose. I, yeah. I want to be level as I walk, and so subconsciously I, I kind of spread my steps, as it were, to fit inside them. I'm actually gesturing steps with my hands for some reason right now. That was really weird. But I I, I don't know. I'm a bit weirder because I'm going this week for I'm uber sensitive to sound to the point where it can actually ruin my day. Really? What do you mean? So... I, I actually think of a very specific example of this every time I do. I was once working for a radio station, and whilst I was walking to work, it was the morning, and I'm, I'm a bad morning person in the way that I, my body can't deal with them. My body doesn't wake up properly. And so if it's pre-10am and I'm awake, my body isn't 100% awake yet. And if something loud happens, whether that's someone beeping their horn, or in this case, some building twat throwing a scaffolding pole from the top of a building down onto a truck full of other scaffolding poles that just went clang, 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 you know, uh, you know, whatever this was, 8.50 in the morning when I wasn't expecting it. I I was in a foul mood for the rest of the day purely because of that. And if anything makes me jump, if things make me jump, my day's ruined. I'm in a foul mood as a result, and I can't, I can't turn it off. It's really That's so weird. weird. But also, I kind of get that as well because, like, sounds—you can be really sensitive to sounds, and like, you know, they do make you jump, and like, really horrible soundings. So, like that, what you've just described—a like a builder throwing a big piece of scaffolding down into other scaffolding sounds absolutely horrible. Thinking about it now, <laughs> it's actually angering me. It's so annoying, and it really, really does frustrate me to the point where. I can't calm down as a result. Yeah. I've actually developed tinnitus recently, which I'm devastated oh, by. Oh, uh, but that's it's, awful. It, oh, yeah, it sucks. But basically, for those people who don't know what tinnitus is, it's basically inside your ears, you have these very fine hairs that pick up frequencies, and then your brain kind of translates those. Basically, due to having you know incredible impacts in my ears or whatever from loud noises or whatever my fine hairs have been damaged and so basically your brain goes hang on i'm not getting these frequencies i'll push more of them out because i'm obviously not getting them so my brain therefore tries to compensate by playing like a kind of really high-pitched fizzing noise if you guys remember crt tvs when you turn them on the old tube ones back in the day it makes a really high-pitched whistling sound in the background that's what i hear constantly and so it's very oh, frustrating like- there's bits where there's times of day where i forget it's there and there's ways of doing that but at night time it's basically all you can hear it's just like and that's when it sucks so sound is it i've always had very sensitive ears and i guess it makes sense oh, that it. i've now got tinnitus but that is one of those things that it can really ruin my day yeah, but especially with tennis, so I can I can totally get why that would that would really ruin your day. Yes, indeed. So, what <laughs> about you guys? What are your foibles, as Isla would call them? What are things that you <laughs> that you have that are unusual? Because I've I found out from quite a few people that they also grew up thinking sharks were in swimming pools. Did you have this? I see. I never I never thought sharks were in swimming pools though. 
Never. Mainly because I, maybe because the water was really clear. Whereas if the water was really murky, like I, I would totally if you told me there was a shark in the Clyde, the River Clyde in Glasgow, I would hundred percent believe you. There's probably <laughs> uh, probably like a, 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 a nuclear shark in there with all the waste is. Oh god, in one that. of those ones from those terrible yeah, movies. Yeah, like it's like the Thames. It's like the Thames, right? The River Clyde's like the Thames. So like if you can imagine what kind of rapid rapid Beast shark would be in yeah. there. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Have you seen that new film coming out called The Meg? No, starring Jason that? Statham. It's about a megalodon, which is the historic, prehistoric giant shark, and it's basically a shitty deep blue oh sea. God. I think they they're making Deep Blue Sea two, but it's making- just a remake of the first one. Which, correct me is if I'm making- wrong, isn't two. That's remaking one. And that can't be too. Call it, it Deep Blue so, Sea again. They were so appalled by Big Blue Sea One. Is that why? <laughs> well, Deep Blue Sea One wasn't a. It wasn't a bad film, but it wasn't a good film. <laughs> but it, it was kind of shitty. They were all shitty shark movies trying to capitalize on how good Jaws was back in the day. But who on earth? I don't think anyone who made that film went. We're definitely getting a sequel out of this. Let alone yeah. a remake. The trailer. You literally go. Hang on. This is exactly the same film that you've called. Uh, never mind. I can't I be. I can't believe that's a real thing, though. That's no, amazing. neither can I. But do you know what? Do you know what? That just proves that just proves though that like you can like if you that you can do anything, you know? Like like that says if that movie can get a remake, you know, we can do anything that we set our minds to. If that, that movie is can true. get a remake. I can I accomplish think about anything. That. Yeah, you can accomplish anything. I think about that when stuff My like that. My God, Isla, that's a really, really great message to send to people. You're right. As long as those kind of things exist. Yeah. If those we things can do exist, anything. then you can do anything. Like somebody wants to make that movie again. Wow. You can do anything. <laughs> you can do whatever you can set your mind to. Yeah, I always take God's got to take positive. I'd love to go forward and see what movies have been redone in the future. Let's like see if Harry Potter gets remade or anything. Actually, that neatly brings us on to our next feature, which is Super Tiny Wily Hoggy Boggy Nonsense. <laughs> this is my favorite feature. <laughs> and what this is, Isla already knows. But for those of you who maybe don't, this is a little time travel feature. Isla and I will discuss somewhere that we want to go in the past or the future, maybe even just the other day, and we want to go back and revisit it and why so isla what is your super timey wimey hoggy boggy nonsense okay mine's gonna be really lame right but i i i can do this for a couple of things i want to go back in time to when i first bought persona 5 and i want to play it again for the first time i want to do the same thing with the witcher 3 as well i want to go back in time buy it like with no no idea of like what that thing is about like what what the what uh, persona 5 is about what the witcher is about and play it again for the first time because of the the feelings that that game gave me i want to do that that is such a good answer because I've always wanted that with loads of films. I'd love yeah. to be able to watch Forgetting Sarah Marshall for the first time again. Yeah. Get him to the Greek. I'd love to read and play games like Abzu or Journey yeah. again for the first time. Yeah, just, I'd just love to, because that. you can you can go and you can recommend these things. Like you can like I can love anime or I can love Persona Five or games and I can recommend them to you and I can say this is fantastic. But you're gonna go and get that thing and you're gonna play it and you're gonna get that first experience and I'm never gonna have that again. Like like the first time playing or, or watching that thing that I adore, I want that feeling again. Like that is that's when I would go back, especially for like stuff like Persona Five and The Witcher Three. Like if I could just go back to that time, oh, that'd be great. I love, I've <laughs> got to say, your answers in this podcast have been divine. I've loved oh, having you. you as a guest. They've all been very, very heartwarming answers that make me go, "Life's all right." when Isla's about. <laughs> I'm really Thank pleased you, with man. the things you've come up with. I think that's a really, really good answer. Mine was a bit more selfish and indulgent, and it was well, you go for it. I like to go forward and see the trends that are happening on like YouTube or social media, go back in time, get ahead of the trends, 
get rich, <laughs> get well, famous. Well, do you know what? That would be that is also really good. That, I mean, that would be really cool. It's I think an I, like, apt use of time travel. Yeah. And you, I, maybe I can heart back to like what Liam said a couple of weeks ago in like the first podcast where he was like, I would love to go back to like to tell my past self to get into YouTube earlier. You know, that kind of thing. Absolutely. Like, or, like, you know, like I would love to go back to my past self and be like, you know, you should just you do, can talk do to it. the anime and you, you can, can do, do it. it and you could you can you can do it now. You can do whatever. And I would also again on another frame, I would love to go back to myself when I first started to get into like anime and Japanese culture and say to myself, you could like, don't be scared. Don't be scared of Japanese. Don't be scared of learning Japanese because you can learn it. You can do it. But you, but if I had learned it from an earlier age, like I would be much further on in my studies than I am. Like I think I'm, I'm, I'm quite far on, but not as far on as, as like I, I, I maybe should be. Like I would maybe know more kanji, or I'd maybe be able to make sentences quicker or whatever. So I'd love to be able to do that as well. Like be able to say, Ayla, don't be scared of doing the thing that you want to do. Just go do it. I think those are very, very good answers. And obviously, you. you, you bring up the fact that you speak Japanese a lot, which is obviously quite a core part of your life. Are there any Japanese? phrases or sentences that you really adore saying or that just you you find yourself repeating every day oh god i always like oh see i always um use really colloquial japanese and and a lot of my kind of my, like everyday life so like uh, i always find myself mumbling under my breath in japanese so i'll say things like um so which is a very generic uh, bland phrase for like oh that's right or oh, okay or uh, all right like that like that kind of like um noise that you make and just in general english like i find myself saying that a lot uh i like the i like the the frisona which means like oh my god what the hell is that what is that what so sona sona like I, I love that i love that word what does tameda mean um oh my god that's like totally uh, flown out of my mind. I have absolutely no idea. Why is that? Because I hear around? that I hear that in Japanese a lot. Like I've, I've been watching a lot of a lot of very cool moments of things like Dragon Ball Super. Dragon Ball, for instance, in every episode features the phrase "Owarida," oh, oh, which yeah, I think is God, just yeah. "It's over." Yeah, that is exactly what it means. That is but there's exactly one that Beerus says, which I learnt just because I loved it so much. I don't know how it necessarily translates, but it's "Zuni no run janaizo." Which I think is, is just like, don't get a, cocky, don't get carried beautiful. away, and it's he says it just before he destroys Zamasu, and it's such a cool moment from Beerus, and so I, I had to look it up and learn it, and I just think it's so that. awesome. Your, your, uh, your pronunciation that was uh, was pretty good as well. Was it? Was, oh, yeah, I've it been was, I've been was. praised by the Japanese dream. <laughs> no, that was that was good. That was good pronunciation. I always feel like with my Japanese because I've got like such a strong Scottish accent because like my the whenever I'm speaking in Japanese, I can't like, desu. <laughs> yeah, well that's that's Liam because like, when we speak to each other, it's like, oh kawaii desu. Kawaii desu. That's great. You don't pronounce the su, man. You don't pronounce the su in proper Japanese. But okay, I will. I will forgive you for that. I'll forgive you for that. I've had to explain that to so many people before when I've been kind of reading the names, or like I had a friend come in and read a Naruto subtitle over my shoulder and said Suzuki, and I I wanted to punch him in the genitals. It's like hearing someone call Link Zelda. Yes, it's like hearing someone call Naruto Naruto. Or hearing someone oh. call Sasuke Suzuki, it makes me true. Like it drives me to kill and kill again. It's funny because, like you know, with Japanese names and things like that, you read that you can just read them off the bat and like maybe say something like not like 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 what was it Naruto or not Naruto or whatever whatever the wrong way is to say it like. 
yeah, you can hear that, and that really kind of like the what kind of makes you shiver and kind of puts like a chill up your spine. I always hate stuff like that, like like with that Aqua incarnation thing when you know they're like Kanzakun, like it's not Kanzakun. Don't put the suffix on the wrong way. Oh my god, really irritates me. There's only one sentence that I can say really fully in Japanese. Which but is? only because it's obscure, and I don't even know if it's correct. But it's "boku no chisai chin chin taskade kusai." I know you, so you said that to me the other day, and I which was I like, believe proper. means "please help my tiny penis." Am yes, I right or it, wrong? No, it does. It does. It does. Yes. Well done. That's a great sentence to learn. I like learning pointless phrases in languages. So in German, I can only say "ich habe mein Uberschau im Hotel gelassen." Which means I've left my galoshes in the hotel room. Oh, that's so what a great <laughs> sentence to learn. As a that young twenties like, man, that is like the most useless sentence, but also the best sentence as well. It certainly is. Now we are getting very near the end of the game cast. Sadly, Isla McTeer. However, we still do have a couple more features left. One of which is let's play God. <laughs> A lot of these you have to be pronounced with the voice and the reverb, and it's just, you know, it's by the by. But basically, this is something that Isla can also shout. So, Isla, you try it. Okay. Let's play God! It's so epic, I love it. Basically, this is a feature where Isla or I are pretending to be a deity, and we're trying to change something about humans or society or maybe the planet earth and we're discussing how that would change people and how that would affect our lives and things so isla what is your let's play god so like i'm trying to like it's something you would change about people or something so for instance mine this week is everybody gets one wish in their life but but it's not allowed to harm people so you can't okay. say, oh, get rid of X, Y, or Z. But everyone is born with the capacity for one wish in their life. And I just, I'd be interested to see what people did with that. I don't know what I would wish that's, for, probably immortality. That's really cool. That's really cool. So as a deity, I can change anything about society yeah, so, or anything so about Luke like... last week removed labels. He took the idea of removing labels. Okay. So why does it, apart from things like biology, why does there have to be a straight man and also a woman? Why can't it just be two humans or why can't it be, yeah. Yeah, basically, like And that. it was I a like wonderful idea like and it became look. this wonderful utopian idea. So do you have anything that you would do for Let's Play God? Yeah, I do. I do, I do. Um, so I, as playing God, would love to introduce in life for every single person in working society a much better work-life balance. I would like it to be illegal for us to have to work as much as we do and not have the balance in our life of like being able to do the things that we love versus having to go to work. So, you know, like maybe the working, your working life will be maybe four days a week and you get like a three-day weekend or like maybe, maybe and, and your your working time is optimal between like 9 and 4pm and that like is illegal to do anything else and as a deity I want people to have a better life balance for their work because there's just none of that really we just work ourselves to death if you're listening at home please join me in applauding isla mcteer for a <laughs> wonderful god answer i would have isla mcteer <laughs> as my patron saint or patron deity that was a wonderful answer i would love that to be a Thank thing you. where we only have a few yeah. days a week where you have to work or you can have a better life but balance I- or where it's less compulsory it's less of a grind it's more of just totally. everyone we're all in this together let's make it a bit less shit so then we can all go and enjoy yeah. our lives in the meantime i think that's wonderful yeah because we just be able to do things better and have a better life that way. Like people would be better at their work if they could have a better balance in 
their life outside of work. You know, people could find their passions better. If you're the kind of person who doesn't have passion, like what we were speaking about before, you could go find that because you have more time to find it because you're not just stuck in work all the time. That is true. So yeah, better work-life balance, everybody. That's there what we, we need. Go. That's what God, Deity Isla would Goodness say. Goodness me, Deity Isla is wonderful. Although basically you've been considered a <laughs> god throughout this entire thing because all your answers have been wonderful. So oh, thank you. This has been this has been one heck of a hogcast. We have got to know Isla McTeer pretty well, wouldn't you say? <laughs> thank you. I think you have. I think you really the kind have. of questions that we really don't good. ask in other places, but we aren't at the end of our questioning, Isla McTeer, for there is one more feature on the Game Hog Hogcast. I am ready. This I am ready. is the Game Hog Quickfire Questionnaire. Every week, I top and tail every podcast with the Pivot Questionnaire and the Game Hog Quickfire Questionnaire. The Pivot Questionnaire is always the same. The Game Hog Quickfire Questionnaire is always different. <laughs> this week, it is catered just to Isla McTeer. These are questions just for her just so that she can answer them, testing her how she thinks on her feet with random surreal questions. So Isla McTeer, are you ready to start the Game Hog Quickfire Questionnaire? I am 100% there. Let's do this. Your time begins now. Sakura or Hinata? Oh, uh, Sakura. Correct. Bulma or Chichi? <laughs> oh, Bulma. Correct. Yuzu or Mei? Oh my god, oh, Yuzu, she's a better, she's a better woman. Correct. <laughs> Misty or May? Oh, Misty. Misty. Oh, incorrect. Oh, really? Oh. Luke or James? <laughs> that is an awful thing to ask me. How how could you do that to me? How could you? Sorry. Could... Incorrect. <laughs> Come up with a cliche anime move name on the spot. Whoa! <laughs> I was trying to go for some kind of like hands on oh, from it was great. Uh, Overwatch. Okay, yeah, that, that's a correct. I'm going for that. That's correct. Okay. What is 54 times 3? Um, I, I don't do math. What's <laughs> math? Okay, that's incorrect. Do I have a it was 162. <laughs> what are the worst kind of nipples? Um, the inverted ones. <laughs> <laughs> correct. <laughs> During one of the infamous Ace Trainer Liam podcasts, Liam Ooh. has once again got his penis out. <laughs> Much to the dismay of the Twitch moderation team, due to the commotion caused by swinging genitals, do you A, clip it and report it and save it forever in the event that his channel may get banned, B, report him for gross negligence and gross genitals, C. Spam various emojis and join in the in the furore that the chat has descended into. Or D. Join in. <laughs> well, I don't want to get myself demonetized, so I would join the emoji thing. And if the other, if like, is a silent answer of just like, oh, Liam. Oh. I'm going to give you a oh, correct Liam. Like, I feel like that's like something I would do. <laughs> Name one series, whether anime or live action, that you would like to live the rest of your life in. Um, uh, the Dragon Dentist. What? What? <laughs> what was that? The first thing that came in my head. Is that a thing? It's like the weird. Yes, that's a thing. It's about magical people who live on a dragon and clean his teeth. Oh my god! <laughs> it's not even like a lie. It's a real thing. Why was that the first thing that came in my head? Why was the Dragon Dentist the first I'm thing gonna, that came in my head? I'm just gonna say incorrect. Thank you. I would. I would agree. So Isla, you've done well, but now it's time for your Thank final you. question. Okay, go for it. Say in Japanese, the hogcast is amazing, and Ed-san is the best at podcasts. 
ホッカースを大好きです。あ、素晴らしい。あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ